0: Sports fix. Good afternoon everyone, it is time for your Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. Max Verstappen can become a Formula 1 champion for the second time at Sunday's Grand Prix in Singapore. It's not very likely to happen. Mathematically, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez and George Russell still have outside chances. but. The race does mark the first time this season that the title can theoretically be won. To put himself in a position to be crowned as F1 returns to the Marina Bay circuit for the first time since 2019, Verstappen must first win. Any other result means the championship will last at least until the following race in Japan. If Verstappen does win, Leclerc must finish lower than 8th for the Dutchman to be crowned or lower than 7th if Verstappen also sets the fastest lap. Only time will tell, I'm excited for this race. Undivided devotion is usually associated with team sports. Traveling hundreds of miles to watch your heroes, supporting them through thick and thin, naming a kid after your favorite player, even getting a tattoo. Such shows of allegiance and love have not traditionally been associated with tennis players. Yet Roger Federer and Serena Williams, two superstars who retired this month, have attracted devotion like few others. It feels fitting the two people, born just 49 days apart, who enjoyed era-defining parallel careers, called it a day within weeks of each other. These two players are irreplaceable, I don't think there is any question about that, said John McEnroe, another legendary tennis figure. Who could argue with that? From all of us in Hong Kong, thank you to both of you and enjoy your retirement. Lionel Messi marked his 100th international win with two goals as Argentina comfortably beat Jamaica in a friendly. The victory also extended Argentina's unbeaten run to 35, which is just two behind Italy's world record of 37. Messi came on after 56 minutes before stroking in a shot and curling in a free kick late on. The Paris Saint-Germain forwards double on the back of scoring twice in a win against Honduras, took his tally to 90 goals in a record 164 appearances for his country. Last week, I attended the Hong Kong Sevens media launch and celebration ceremony. It was such a fantastic occasion and I was very lucky to get an exclusive interview with Robbie McRobbie, the CEO of the Hong Kong Rugby Union. Here's what he had to say. Robbie, massive day for the city as well as the rugby union.
1: How do you feel right now absolutely elated ben it's been a fantastic
2: fantastic day we've been here at hong kong exchange we've we've launched the long long awaited 2022 Cathay pacific hsbc hong kong sevens big media turnout it's been great um, lots to celebrate after three years without an
1: event couldn't be happier yeah good man good man i do want to start off with the theme of I guess, your marketing uh, play of it being our Hong Kong 7s. Can you just give us an overview of of what that means, really? I think it's it's partly born out of the realism that uh, even with the relaxation
2: in quarantine, um, it's unlikely we're going to see overseas visitors in the numbers that that we normally would at at the Hong Kong 7s. But we feel that that is also an opportunity for us, that there is very much um, a pent-up demand domestically. There's lots of people in Hong Kong who always say that they you know, were unable to get a ticket for the 7s they'd love to go. Well, this year is, is that opportunity. Um, and we think that on the back of that, that gives us a, a chance to, to to put in a few more kind of locally based themes uh, around the event uh, and also support some of the, the local industries that have been particularly hard hit over the last three years. It's not just been sports and events, as we all know. So for example, one of the things that we'll be doing is showcasing local music acts uh, over the weekend. Uh, It's been a a tough time for for them. Um, So, yeah, we we, we just think it's the r Sevens thing, it hopefully will resonate with the public um, and it will just give us a chance to reflect um, and, you know, I guess see where where the Sevens places in the world, but also remember that it is a particularly special made in Hong Kong um,
1: event. Yeah, now the Hong Kong Sevens is uh, a legendary place for, for those that have played there before. With the travel restrictions, it would be a shame not to have anyone come back to town. Is anybody or, or any of the Sevens legends joining us this time around?
2: Absolutely. Um, first person to put his hand up, guess. Don't know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. The, the one and only, the legendary was Sally Sarebi. Um, the, king. the King. The King was straight onto me on LinkedIn Book me flights," she said. "I'll be there. Wow. So Serevi's so coming. Um, you'll be delighted to know, Andy Powell. <laughs> very happy about that. I, I'm not sure how, how much sevens uh, Andy's played, but doesn't matter. He's very, very excited to be coming out, uh, and we expect to be announcing uh, a few more over the, over the coming days. So yeah, we'll. I'm, I'm not sure that we'll we'll see the legends in in quite the numbers that that sure. we normally do, but we will we'll certainly have a wee smattering of glitz and glamour come, uh, come November. Good,
1: we like that. Let's, let's move on to the rugby, because apparently there is rugby. Why is there no women's tournament or games?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. We, we, we've got the, the men and the women playing um, both uh, together back-to-back in the stadium in April. Um, the, the 12 uh, Women's Core Series teams and, and, the, and the Men's Series teams november is an extra tournament so it's been added onto the men's series as an 11th tournament Um, what that meant was within the calendar there weren't very many opportunities to stick in an extra tournament we've ended up as the first one Um, there needs to be a, a minimum gap about three and a half weeks between tournaments so we had to be you know earlier than than dubai which is at the end of november that's how we ended up at the beginning of november now the problem with that is unfortunately there is a clash with the Women's World Cup, the 15s World Cup in New Zealand. Understood. So unfortunately, um, it meant that it just wasn't practical. There's a very large crossover between um, international women's players in sevens and 15s teams. Uh, and it also, to be honest, it wouldn't have been good to to sort of go head to head against the World Cup. No, not at all. So um, we'll, we'll just have to, unfortunately, we'll just have to, from the women's point of view, um, wait and look forward to April, where we'll be welcoming, the, as I say, the top teams in the, in the,
1: in the world will be running out at Po uh, in April. Got it. And then I'd also like to stress, I think the Hong Kong public need at least five or six months between the Hong Kong <laughs> Sevens, <laughs> so it's yeah. good all round for everyone. Se- seven, seven months of sevens, wow. That's, I'm excited, I'm strapped in. Now there's a there's a difference this year with the men's tournament, there's no longer Wales, Scotland and England, they are competing as Team GB. Do you think that's an advantage or disadvantage right now?
2: Right now it's a disadvantage, um, no doubt about that. You know, having spoken to some of the Scottish players um, about it, I think that it, it's clearly they're coming out of settled programmes, um, They'll obviously they'll, they'll have built up significant um, rapport as as teams having played on the series t- together. So I think to you know to be creating uh, a new entity, uh, and they don't to be honest haven't got all that long to go. they they've played as the separate entities in the World Cup in Cape Town right up until last week. Yeah. So you know they've got six weeks to pull this together. Um, so I think in the short term it's going to be a disadvantage. In the long term, you would you would expect calling the talent of the three countries, it would be advantageous. But I do think it's gonna be, particularly, this will be the first tournament for them. Um, I I think it's it's going to be,
1: yeah, I think it's gonna be a a bit of a struggle for them. Got it. Hong Kong are not, they are seeded 16th as they're not on the series. That has put them in what we can only call the pool of death with New Zealand, Australia, Samoa, and Hong Kong. What are your comments on that?
2: Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. I mean, one thing that's worth pointing out is that, so New Zealand find themselves in that sort of second tier position, I would, I would say primarily because they weren't able to, to enter all of the tournaments last year because of COVID travel restrictions. So it's very unusual, um, you know, to find Australia and New Zealand, and then Samoa, who are, who are a previous three-time Hong Kong champion, all together in one pool, Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's a bit unique. Uh, it's, <laughs> It's rather unfortunate that Hong Kong, Hong Kong found themselves joining them, I have to say. But, you, you know, I mean, I know it's a bit of a kind of a truism and, and we, always, we always say it, but, but genuinely, in the world of sevens, any team can beat anybody else on, on the day. So it's the bounce of the ball, um, it's the moment of madness, it's the moment of genius and brilliance. So, you know, I, I think our, our, our boys will be up for it. They'll give it a crack.
1: Good. Well, well, on that, the, the Friday night, the last game of the evening, is going to be Hong Kong versus Australia. What occasion that's going to be?
2: Oh, fantastic. I mean, for, for our team, what they've been through, I mean, they haven't played, obviously, in front of a home crowd for three years. Um, they have been playing, but when you look at what they've been through, the amount of quarantine that they have done, um, it, it, it's amazing. But for them to come back, play in front of fr- friends and family, um, it's just going to be such a special moment for them um, and it's I think going to be a hugely special moment for for all of us here in the city you know I think it's going to be a real um, representation that that Hong Kong is is back um, the sevens are back um, and uh, you never know you know that might just spur them
1: on to a bit of an upset win. Good man well Robbie, thank you so much for your time today. thank you for guiding the ship to this moment it feels like forever for all of us so i can't imagine how long uh, it's felt like for you so congratulations on getting to this point and yeah we'll see you at the sevens see you at the sevens ben good man hong kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now
0: there aren't many races in asia so this is a special one for us in the region max verstappen could win the championship this weekend i don't think it's gonna happen but it could my hottest ticket in the world this week is the singapore grand prix Have a great weekend, everyone, and I'll see you for your Sports Fix next week.